Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is John Hunter Nemechek from Nimco Motorsports, and you're listening to Thursday Night Thunder on the Speedway Digest Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the February 6th edition of Speedway Digest, Thursday Night Thunder, the most hardcore motorsports program on the internet. This is episode 178 of the series. I'm your host, I'm Jason Sinclair, and on tonight's program, Michael Mullally and myself will be recapping the past week of racing, previewing upcoming action, and discussing whatever other motorsports topics pop into the conversation. Our guest tonight is Noah Gragson, an an alumni of the 2016 NASCAR Next Class. Noah Gragson returns to the seat of the number nine junior JR Motorsports Chevrolet for 2020 after posting a career high in both top five, nine, and top ten finishes, 22. Gragson enters his second full-time season of NASCAR Xfinity Series Racing with the same championship caliber team from the 2019 season, where he finished eighth in the championship standings and third in the Rookie of the Year battle under the guidance of crew chief Dave Ellens. Noah's racing career began at just 13 years of age in Bandolero cars before progressing into the INEX Legends Car Racing Series, where he won the 2014 Young Lion Road Course Championship. Following the 2014 campaign, Gragson competed full-time in the NASCAR K&M Pro Series West in 2015 and 2016, earning four wins in Rookie of the Year honors before moving to the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series full-time in 2017. Overall, he has earned nine NASCAR victories across the NASCAR K&M Pro Series East and West and the NGRO NASCAR, yeah, NGROTS. In 2017, Gregson's first full-time season as a NGROTS regular, the Las Vegas native finished 10th in the championship standings and earned an impressive victory at the famed Martinsville Speedway after outfielding two-time champion Matt Crafton on a late race restart. Gregson followed up his rookie campaign with a dominating victory at Kansas Speedway in May of 2018, eight top five and 17 top 10 finishes, and a berth in 2018 NGROTS playoffs. To cap it off, he qualified for the championship four and won the 2018 NASCAR Dander Racing Outdoor Truck Series. Pretty sure that's what it is. Most popular driver award. Gregson also made his NSX NASCAR Xfinity Series debut in 2018, making a total of three starts and recording a best finish of second at Richmond Raceway, an average finish of 4.3. At the start of the 2019 season, Junior Motorsports welcomed the Las Vegas native to the team. The then 20-year-old joined the organization fresh off his strong NASCAR Gander Racing Outdoor Truck Series campaign. He'll be continuing this year with Junior Motorsports. And we're now pleased to welcome him to the program. Hello, how are you doing this evening? Yeah, hello. Good, how are you? Doing pretty well, thank you very much. First off, can you tell us a little bit more about how you got your start in motorsports? Um, well, I was really into, uh, like, dirt biking and mountain biking. I used to always play, like, all those dirt bike video games and um, loved racing. So, um, started going to a go-kart track and then just kind of worked my way up through Bandoleros and Legend Cars and K&N Series and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it started out me not being in a uh, really a racing family or anything, it kind of made it a little challenging, but uh, 
yeah, just trying to move my way up throughout the ranks and uh, been very fortunate to be able to drive some of the race cars I've driven. And, uh, yeah, so it's been good. What's your most memorable moment from last season? Uh, running the wall at Homestead, I'd say. Homestead was a pretty good race for us, and um, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. And how has your life changed since you first started your motorsports career? Uh, it's definitely gotten busier. Um, I feel like just racing every weekend is a job now instead of a hobby. So just trying to take full advantage of my opportunity and trying to do the best job I can do. What's your favorite racetrack? Uh, probably Sonoma um, for a road course and then Iowa for a uh, an oval or Homestead. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, probably, probably just hopefully racing. And uh, man, I don't know. I uh, I hope to be racing. I don't know what, but I uh, I've always dreamed of just racing for a living and trying to race for some forty, fifty years old. You know, that that'd be a goal of mine, no matter what kind of cars it is. Well, let me go ahead and bring that to my co-host, Michael Lally. He has a couple of questions for you as well, and I might have a couple of follow-ups in a few minutes. Sweet. What has been the toughest challenge to overcome since you began racing? The toughest challenge is just uh, trying to win races and, and deal with it and trying to be a good leader on the race team. And It's really easy when stuff's going good, but it's not when uh, – when stuff's going bad and you have to deal with adversity, um, I've I've had a challenge of just trying to be better and be a good leader for my race team. And what sets you apart from other race car drivers? Um, I'm a pretty weird dude, I feel like. Um, I'm pretty outgoing, and I, uh, I don't know. I just – I don't really have a filter, so I kind of just say whatever's on my mind and – kind of off and on the racetrack I'm just a wild man I feel like and if you could change anything about the world of motorsports what would you change and why if I could change anything um mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like um I don't really like to be negative I feel like um I don't know if I would change anything but um I just feel like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know on my question. Okay. And last, what advice would you give to someone looking to get into the sport? Uh, probably just try and start and uh, go to your local go-kart track or something like that. And um, I mean, that's how I got my start and know a couple other people who started that way. So I'd probably say try and go to your local go-kart track and figure that out. I know your owner, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., has in the past raced a little bit in IMSA. Have you ever considered doing that? And if you if you would, what what uh, type of car would you enjoy driving there? Um, probably, I'd probably want to run LMP2. I feel like they're the coolest cars. Um, 
I think so. I think that's what they're called. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I kind of watch a little bit of IMSA, but not a ton. So um, probably, yeah, probably want to run there. And there's no opportunity for that right now. So I haven't put much thought into it, but I definitely would one day in the future. Mm-hmm. I know there's a uh, there's a lot of NASCAR guys hanging out around the the middle of the state of Florida now competing in some of the dirt events. Have you ever done anything like that? Mm, no, I've never raced anything on dirt um, other than just the trucks at Adora. So yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, never. No. Do you think there should be more NASCAR events on dirt? I know they've talked about that a little bit in the past here and there. Do what now? Do you think there should be more NASCAR events held at dirt tracks, such as the Eldora Speedway? Uh, I do not, because I suck on dirt in the truck. Um, so I'm really bad <laughs> at it, so I'm kind of hoping there isn't. There you go. And what race are you most looking forward to this year? All of them, I'd say. I don't know. There isn't one I'm – well, there's a few I'm not really – yeah, it's just one of those deals where, like, I'm not very good at some tracks. So, um, but I like the challenge of trying to figure those tracks out. And uh, I'm super excited to get to Kansas and Homestead and especially Daytona to kick this year off. There you go. Well, I would like to thank you very much for coming on the program this evening and wish you lots of luck this year and beyond as well. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Have a great evening. Yeah. Once again, that was Noah Gregson, who drives for Junior Motorsports in the NASCAR Truck Series. Let's go ahead and take a short break and listen to a selection from Ron Pastana and the pit crew. This is 99 Speedway.
Hi, this is Shay Holbrook from Larson Motorsports, Jet Dragster Driver in the IHRA Nitro Jam Drag Racing Series, and you're listening to Thursday Night Thunder on Speedway Digest Radio Network. <clears throat> Are you a race car driver, crew chief, pit member, track owner? Maybe you're just a huge fan of the sport. Contact either Michael Nally or myself to respond to the show. After all, you deserve your 15 minutes of fame, and we'd love to hear from you. The biggest race of Jacob Hefner's young career is Saturday. It's set for this Saturday. Hefner, an accomplished short track racer from North Carolina, is poised to make his Arca Menard Series debut in the series' biggest race of the season in Saturday's Lucas Oil 200 driven by General Tire at the famed Daytona, Florida International Speedway. Although the 20-year-old is a rookie when it comes to heavier stock cars used to compete in the Arca competition. The Dallas, North Carolina native tested the famed 2.5-mile Super Speed Bay last month, more like a team veteran, guiding his 77 Ford Fusion to the 10th quickest time overall during the two-day test, led by team owner and championship crew chief Chad Bryant. While Hefner realizes the situation will be totally different this weekend in his series debut, he's embracing the opportunity to learn and turn heads on Saturday afternoon. Knowing the 80 laps will go back quick, thundered around the World Series of Racing in about 50 seconds, Hefner is relying on his team, led by Bryant, to help limit his mistakes. Powerhouse Recycling, a marked marked or leader in certified electronics recycling and IT asset management services, will advance their relationship with Hefner from late models to ARCA and support his efforts for the weekend. For Bryant, he is no stranger to working with young, inexperienced drivers, but says Hefner displays the patience that will be pivotal to success at a place like Daytona. For more on Jacob Hefner, please like him on Facebook, Hefner95, and follow him on Instagram, Hefner95, and Twitter, Jacob Hefner. For more on Chad Bryant Racing, please visit ChadBryantRacing.com, like them on Facebook, Chad Bryant Racing, or follow them on Twitter, at Chad Bryant Racing. Great. Having one of the fastest Arkham Nard Series cars in preseason testing at Daytona International Speedway last month, Chad Bryant Racing and newcomer Connor Hall are eager to return to the World Series of Racing and capitalize on their speed in Saturday afternoon's Lucas Oil 200, driven by General Tire. Saturday's season opening race will be Hall's second appearance at the famed Super Speedway, and after narrowly missing a top 10 finish in his Arkham Nard Series debut last February, the Hampton Virginia native is eager for a second opportunity. 
Let love live. Animal Rescue will serve as the primary partner for all's 2020 season opening race. To raise money for their initiative, any monetary donation of $30 or higher will automatically enter donors into a contest to win the right side door of Hall's winning race car from last year in the Hanson Heat, while also guaranteeing until Saturday morning their name on the hood of Hall's Chad Bryant Racing race car for Saturday's race. Other marketing partners supporting Hall include Breed and Concrete, Charles Barger Automotive, Jarrett Bay Boatworks, Not Done Yet Sport Fishing, Structural Steel Products, and Town Bank. What's particularly exciting about the 22-year-old Paul is the chance to work with veteran and former NASCAR champion crew chief Paul Andrews. For more information on Connor Hall, please like him on Facebook at Connor Hall Racing and follow him on Instagram at Connor Hall Web and Twitter also at Connor Hall Web. For the second consecutive season, race car driver Gus Dean at Gus Dean is going to be a busy man for Speed Weeks 2020. The versatile driver from Bluffton, South Carolina, will kick off his 2020 racing season with his fifth appearance at Daytona, Florida International Speedway in the Arca Menard Series, driving the number 32 Chevrolet SS for Wintron Racing. From Arca, Dean will turn his attention to the World Series of Asphalt Competition for a few days of competition at New Smyrna, Florida, Speedway in his number 56 Baker Distributing Chevrolet. Tonight, Dean will shift back to the 2.5 miles per speedway of Daytona for a planned second Gander Albuquerque Outdoors Truck Series start. And he'll be there for the, for the Truck Series race next week at the World Center of Racing aboard his number 56 Chevy Chevrolet in a collaborative effort between Hill Motorsports and Wintron Racing. Dean, 25, is also considered a factor in Arkham Nard Series competition especially when it comes to super speedway racing, and this year, expect more of the same. While super late model racing has always been a passion of Dean and his family, the opportunity to compete a few nights at New Smyrna is geared to keep the popular driver not only busy, but in race mode. On Valentine's Day, Dean hopes to win the heart of many and carry his super speedway success back to NASCAR and have the opportunity to contend for his first truck series win, driving for his longtime friend, Timmy Hill. Following the next year Energy Resources 250 at Daytona on Friday night, Dean will return to New Smyrna on Saturday, February 15th, for the Super Late Model 100 lap feature to wrap up his 2020 speed weeks. Although Dean doesn't have any full-time plans lined up just yet, it doesn't mean he plans to be idle on the sidelines. Sponsorship for Dean's ARCA and NASCAR efforts will be announced later this week. The Lucas Oil 200, driven by General Tire, 80 laps, 200 miles, is the first of 20 races on the 2020 Arca Menard Series schedule. Practice begins Friday, February 7th, with a one-hour session from 1.30 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. A final practice session has been etched in from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Group qualifying is set for race day Saturday, February 8th at 12.30 p.m. The season opener for the 68th consecutive Arca Series ARCA season is set to take the green flag shortly after 4.30 p.m. The event will be televised live on Fox Sports 1 FS1, while ARCAracing.com will stream live timing and scoring throughout the entire weekend festivities. The next era, Energy Resources 250, 100 laps, 250 miles, is the first of 23 NASCAR, Gander, RV, and Outdoor Truck Series races on the 2020 schedule. Practice begins on Thursday, February 13th from 4.05 p.m., 
to 4.55 p.m. A final practice session is set for 5.05 p.m. to 5.55 p.m. Qualifying is set for race day, Friday, February 14th, beginning at 3.10 p.m. The 32-truck field will take the green flag shortly after 7.30 p.m. While live coverage on Fox Sports 1, the Motor Racing Network Radio and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Satellite Radio, Channel 90. For more on Gus Dean, please visit GusDean.com. Like him on Facebook, Gus Dean Racing, and follow him on Twitter at Gus Dean. Technical Sergeant Natalie Nalini, excuse me, Quintello, acclaimed vocalist with Max Impact, the United States Air Force Band, will perform the national anthem prior to the 62nd annual Daytona 500 on February 16th at Daytona National Speedway. The Daytona 500 on TV, on Fox, and Fox Deportes, radio on MRN, and Sirius XM satellite radio, is the most prestigious season opening race for the NASCAR Cup Series, America's premier form of motorsports. The appearance by Quintello, who also serves as marketing manager for Max Impact, will continue a recent and popular trend of involving U.S. military members in the anthem performance for the Great American Race. Last year and in 2016, the 82nd Airborne Division All-American Corps Choir from Fort Bragg, South Carolina, sang the anthem. In 2018, the Navy Band Southeast performed. Prior to joining the Air Force in 2015, Quintella was a contestant on American Idol and appeared to be a lock to make the competition's initial cut and go deep in the competition. She withdrew from the competition, however, to join the Air Force. She went on to earn an associate degree in music from the Community College of the Air Force and completed her bachelor's in music business at Berkeley College of Music. Quintella has been a featured vocalist for major sporting events, singing prior to other NASCAR races and before games in the National Football League, Major League Baseball, and Major League Soccer. She's also performed during Hallmark's 4th of July at the White House presentation and America's Veterans of Musical Tribute on PBS. Tickets for the 67th Second annual Daytona 500 and other Daytona Speed Weeks presented by Advent Health Events can be purchased online at www.daytonainternationalspeedway.com or by calling 1-800-PIT-SHOP. Fans can stay connected with Daytona International Speedway on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, and Snapchat, and by downloading Daytona International Speedway's mobile app for the latest Speedway news throughout the season. On March 7th, I'll be heading back to Daytona for the 50th annual Daytona Supercross at the Daytona National Speedway. The high-flying action returns to its historic roots for the course that will play homage to Daytona Supercross courses of the past to challenge today's best riders. There's no better time to come out to Daytona. I'm looking forward to it. Will you be there? Hopefully we'll be able to talk to the, uh, the man who's designing the track there in Daytona, the uh, Ricky Carmichael, who was actually slated to be on the program a little bit at the end of last year, but just didn't work out timing-wise. He had some issues we had to deal with off the track. So hopefully we'll be able to schedule that before the 7th. If not, we'll get to talk to him sometime this season. It's going to be an interesting season there for Supercross. They've already had a few races. They had uh, Ken Roxon, who's having a really good year. He's run two events so far, and it should be an amazing year of Supercross racing. I'm looking forward to attending the event on March 7th. I've never been to a Supercross event, let alone one at the World Center of Racing there in Daytona National Speedway. I'm also playing a few other Supercross events that are still really way up in the air, Uh, possibly hang out to Las Vegas, maybe another date as well. So we'll check that out. As soon as I have more information on that, I'll let you guys know. We've been off for a couple weeks here. We had some some scheduling conflicts here at the uh, headquarters in Florida. So I wasn't able to get on the air last week, but we did head out to the 
Rolex 24 at Daytona a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weekends ago. It was pretty awesome to head out there. Uh, it was a great race. Uh, we weren't able to, to stay for the entire event because basically we're not insane and we enjoy sleeping a little bit more than, than hanging out in the cold. And it was a little chilly there, although it was warmer than it was last year. Um, but it was a great race. It ended with the with Wayne Taylor Racing taking the overall lead and the victory, um, with Mazda finishing in second place. Tristan Nunez, who's been on the show several times, is drive, one of the drivers in the Mazda, and that was pretty awesome to see him there in the podium presentation. So that was kind of cool. Uh, we do have a few different drivers we've reached out to to come on the program and discuss the, the Rolex 24 as well as the sports car racing in general for this season and we'll let you know as soon as those guys are scheduled we'll see how that goes um as of right now we do have some openings in our schedule so as i stated before if you're interested in coming on the program please let either myself or michael malali know of your interest we'd love to talk to you we've traveled we do all sorts of different information about different sorts of motorsport series uh pretty much cover everything the whole gamut from lawnmower racing up to the the upper echelon of NASCAR. We've talked to guys from Formula One before. We've talked to guys from the Rallycross world. So whatever sort of motorsports we're interested in, we're definitely the show to have you on. So be sure to contact us. We're, we're here and we're ready to hear from you. What sort of exciting motorsports news is going on out in your neck of the woods there? Um, there's nothing quite yet. We did just learn that the Spokane County, gosh, I don't know, they've changed the name a couple times, but the Oval in Spokane, which is about an hour and a half from us, is going to be open this year, which is pretty cool because they're the ones that have the, it's the drag strip and the circle track literally right next to each other. So that's pretty cool because they've been shut down for a couple years now, so it's great that they're going to be back open especially since they're tracked a half mile. So that'll be very interesting. And nothing really yet. The seasons around here won't really start until about the end of March. So nothing to report yet, but soon. Cool. As I told a little bit to our guest, Noah Gregson there, the, there are several different racing events going on here in, in Florida now. I've had the opportunity to watch one of them, thanks to our friends there at Lucas Oil who were gracious enough to provide me with a complimentary subscription to Lucas Oil TV, the app they have. So if you're interested in any sort of motorsports news, I'd, I'd highly recommend you download the Lucas Oil TV app. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty amazing thing. There's lots of different things you can watch from there. Some of them for free. Some of them are paid, paid events. This week they're focusing on, on the racing at the East Bay Raceway Park there, which is in just outside of Tampa, about three miles from Tampa Bay. Uh, they've got a lot of dirt track racing going on there this week, mostly lake models. Um, a huge field of 60-plus cars. Tonight it was 58. Yesterday it was 65. So if you're interested, be sure to check out the Oil TV app. Um, that's an awesome thing to download, and it's got a lot of great information about, about local racing and things you wouldn't necessarily see on other sporting television and otherwise. So be sure to check that out. That's a, a really good source for more sports information. And it's to be honest, the app is not the best designed that I've seen, but as soon as you get the hang of it, you figure out where things are and everything everything is there, and it's great to great to find, and it's great to to see that that sort of stuff is in coverage again because it's had some times when it didn't, and that's not really fair to 
to those sort of competitors because some of those guys are professionals, all of them professionals in their own way, but some of them are, are really big-time guys who, who deserve a lot more press than they get. So we have talked to a few of those racers before on this program. It's been a little while since we've talked to a, to a national traveling dirt guy, so if any of you guys are listening to the show, hopefully you are, uh, give, us a, give us a call or send us an email or whatever, and we'll be sure to get back to you, and we'd love to have you on the show. It's going to be a great season of, of more sports action. We've got a lot of stuff lined up for the for the program this year and a lot of good ideas as to how to make it better for you and for for the entire motorsports community. So hopefully you're enjoying what we've done so far. We've had a good a couple of good shows and we've got a bunch of great guests in the in the lineup. So be sure to check out past episodes of Thursday Night Thunder as well as the other shows on the Speedway Digest Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash speedway digest radio. You can also check out the show on Facebook by searching for Speedway Digest Thursday Night Thunder in the search bar. I also invite you to read the articles covering all aspects of more sports at SpeedwayDigest.com. We've had a lot of a lot of things posted up in the past week, mostly about, about IMSA uh, because of the Rolex 24, but there's also a lot of good news coming out about e-racing, which is kind of interesting, but I'm not going to get into it here. You'll have to read about that on SpeedwayDigest.com. There's also some other different different stuff going on, the sponsorship and those sort of things. Um, SRO has announced a new sponsorship package, so be sure to check that out again in the Speedway Digest, in the Speedway News section, as well as the Racing News sections of SpeedwayDigest.com. In addition, if you're a fan of, of South Florida and who isn't, be sure to check out the latest news and information about our slice of paradise at my fairly new site, Cobalt Fantastic Finds. We are trying to expand our readership there a little bit. We've done some different things in the past few weeks, trying to move stuff around on Twitter and posting different things in different areas. So hopefully you're able to find that a little bit easier. It can be found on Facebook at Purple Plums. I also am casting it at on Twitter, both at the Purple Plums account as well as the PB Happening account. And by heading to Purple Plums Fantastic Finds WordPress.com. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again in two weeks in the Thunderdome as we discuss the major issues in the world of modern auto racing. Thanks again, and talk to you later.